winter solstice. First day of winter on the Gregorian calendar. For those who dread winter, consider this. The days are progressively longer, starting after today. We're getting closer to more sunlight. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. Remember that today's Day in Weather History features a podcast video short. This quick two-minute video can be found either on television on the Weather Network or by going to our homepage at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. December 2008 was a particularly active month in Ontario for severe weather to say the least. But we're going to talk about this day in weather history. The snow and cold had already been an issue. It was a pretty wintry fall season already, so the December 21st starting line meant little to Mother Nature this year. So although winter officially made its debut at 7.04 a.m. on December 21st, there had already been a storm system that moved through northern Ontario on December 14th through 15th, dumping 15 to 25 centimeters of snow with a bitter cold Arctic air mass that accompanied this move into northwestern Ontario. So how cold was it while the snow was falling? How does minus 25 Celsius as a daytime high and minus 36 Celsius as an overnight low hit you? Yeah, right in the face, right? By the 18th, the Arctic cold had positioned itself over northeastern Ontario as well, and it would stay right there throughout the Christmas holidays. Oh, and then there was the wind. The 15 to 25 centimeters of snow at brutal cold temperatures was being blistered about in 70 kilometer per hour winds. That equates to bitter wind chills, whiteouts on some roads, and that caused more than 80 auto accidents. And that was just a Sunday. No one wanted to even think about getting up the next day, and community officials were already well aware of how much different the scene would have been had it happened during a normal rush hour. Let's break it down. December 23rd. The third storm in five days led to a snowfall warning for parts of the greater Toronto area, and this one had a little bit of everything. Rain, freezing rain, snow, ice pellets. Thanks to the Arctic cold ceiling of northern Ontario and a series of storm systems that rode the jet stream from the American southwest, north and east, and into the lower Great Lakes, all of southern Ontario was stuck in a particularly active storm track that extended from December 17th through the end of the month, which was also the end of the year. Each system leveled anywhere from 10 to 25 centimeters of snow on various areas in the region, and each also packed that killer combination of strong winds, powerful gusts, resulting in blowing snow, and that was ultimately responsible for significant travel chaos at the busiest time of any year. Then, and only because of the temperature and overall weather anomaly that the Great Lakes provide, we got to experience that unique yo-yo effect, where temperatures would soar to an unseasonably warm 6.1 degrees Celsius, only to plummet again on Christmas Eve, then causing a flash freeze warning on one of the busiest shopping days of the year. December 27th. It is still referred to as the big change. It was a series of temperature records. So we had 6 degrees on the 23rd, below zero on the 24th. Then on the 27th, just the day after a freezing boxing day, the daytime high hits a new all-time record of 14 degrees Celsius. That's a 30-degree swing in less than a week. 
So while overall the Greater Toronto Area is closing in on one of the soggiest Decembers in history, remember that flash freeze warning from Christmas Eve? Yeah. Winter is only beginning, and the cold will soon make another very unwelcome return. December 28th. And here we go again. Just one day after smashing a record mark that had stood for 59 years, the cold front that was eventually going to slide by did so with some pepper on it. Winds gusting upwards of 100 kilometers an hour, dragging in the Arctic cold that is still up north. Remember, that didn't go anywhere. The wind was so strong and the roads were so slippery in this fast freeze that they had to close the Burlington Skyway for safety reasons. Meanwhile, in surrounding communities, a huge tree came crashing down on a service station in Toronto, while west of the city, in Oakville, another tree fell on a house and crashed through the roof over the bedroom where the residents were sleeping. The month as a whole was a total gong show. There were parts of southern Ontario who suffered way more snow than they'd normally have to deal with during this month. For example, Toronto saw over 60 centimeters or 24 inches that December in 2008, while areas adjacent the shores of Lake Huron and Georgian Bay, yeah, they would be buried in snowfall amounts of up to and in excess of 100 centimeters. It wasn't fair. It was too much to bear and too fierce of a storm for only the first day of winter. This day in weather history. Tomorrow is December 22nd, and we're taking a long-distance ride on the TDI WH Time Machine all the way back to December 22nd, 1870, when the co-discoverer of helium gas takes a balloon flight to study the eclipse. This happened in 1870. I don't think this sounds like it's going to end very well. Anyway, tomorrow should be a good one. Be here with me on This Day in Weather History. I'm your host, Chris May.